connecting to the AOC Podcast Network. Enjoy your stay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mind on Media, Conscious Conversations. I'm Christy here with the rest of the AOC gang. And we're here today to increase the dialogue around a relevant media literacy topic, as always. Now, last episode, we chatted about the digital divide, which we took a deep dive into understanding the digital habits of the baby boomer generation. Well, in keeping up with the topic of cohorts, in this episode, we're taking a deeper look into another generational group that is growing by the minute, Generation Alpha, this is our youth of today, currently born from about 2011 up into the year 2025. So uh, this generation began around the time that the first generation iPad was released and um, Instagram was actually launched. So we've done a little bit of research and sort of connected that with the Gen Alpha in our own lives today to, to prep for this conversation. So. I'm going to throw it out there with like the first question here. Um, what are some of the different qualities and characteristics that today's new generation of youth possess, particularly in the terms of the way that they digest, react to, and participate in media um, in general? I think just from, from throwing it out there, sort of a something that I... Um, got to witness over the Christmas holiday with my niece, who's like three years old. It was just kind of funny to see that she got a gift for a gift of like a doll for Christmas and to see the confusion on her face and the, the underwhelm because it actually had no real function to it. <laughs> there was like no sensory <laughs> stimulation. And it's like she just didn't know how to respond to it. So um, I think that kind of showed me the first hand you know, characteristics of a generation who like needs all the bells and whistles to get some kind of satisfaction out of things. Um, but what's been you guys uh, experience with with Generation Alpha? You nailed it, Crispy. Uh, well, and, well, and and kind of on a, a similar note, I have two children that fall squarely within Generation Alpha. Uh, my oldest born in 2011 and my youngest in 2015. And while I think if I, if we were to get them something like a doll uh, unsolicited, it, it would be underwhelming to them. But at the same time, like right here, this is an alpha influencer that one of my, this is his merch that one of my kids follows that he asked for specifically. This, this doll right here is the same thing like it, this was a solicited gift for, for him that he asked for specifically because of the way that influencer markets to him through youtube not not through like paid promotions not through like toy commercials i grew up with uh but because he just does youtube videos and he has merchandise that like they don't it uh it's it's very subtle insidious advertising sure. uh and so we're we're having to be kind of aware of how they consume that advertising that doesn't exactly look like traditional advertising uh it looks more like content than advertising we're having to kind of 
give them that lesson as they're growing up. They're like, hey, like, I'm glad you're enjoying this, but this is an ad. This is marketing to you. Uh, and and so that's really been kind of an interesting transition for me is getting used to that that weird dynamic. Yeah, I think that. you said it nail on the head. Influencer is like the word of the term of that generation for sure. Yeah, the, the amount of stimulation your kids are getting and, and you use traditional advertising, uh, you might as well use pastime uh, advertising and advertising in the old days because the 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 way that products are being injected into our consciousness now has no relation to advertising in the old ways at all. It only exists out of inertia. There's product placement and uh, influencers and so forth and so on. So it's way more subtle than outright advertising. Uh, but that whole generation is subjected, not just to advertising influences, but their entire life is built on six second stimulation jolts. You know, uh, if I don't get my likes frequently enough, I'm going to I'm going to be less of a person. It's like a, a black mirror existence coming down the pike for them if something happens to their uh, their batteries, so to speak. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it really is kind of weird. It, they like when we go to my my mom's place for whatever lunch or, you know, just to visit and and we decide to watch tv it blows their mind that they can't just watch what they want when they want to that because she has traditional television with ad breaks and like you're subjected to whatever's on at the time and that that is mind-blowing to them well to be fair though i'm reminded of an anecdote from my own life where when we were young at some point our family needed to cut some costs in the monthly budget so we cut cable which we had had you know our whole lives i think me and my brother had had cable when we cut the cable uh to save money and went to you know on air tv or whatever i think my brother and i came home and we're just devastated because <laughs> our you know the thing we were used to was gone so but I mean, after about you know a week, it was like, oh, no big deal. So I wonder, I wonder how they would handle it, like if they had to be exposed to it for a prolonged period of time. Well, and to be fair, they're very adaptive. Like, I, and I don't, I don't know if that's children in general or part of their generation or what. But I mean, after about twenty minutes, they're over it, and they're just like, okay, let's look at the the guide and find something we want to, right? You know, like so they're very adaptable. I, I suspect that in their daily life, that if they have to constantly adapt, uh, it's, it's going to cause them some emotional discord. You know, that whole cognitive dissonance and subtle uneasiness because you're not reconciling, um, you know, to do without cable for a couple of days, no big deal. But to exist in a society without cable, those guys don't have any awareness to even how to do that. Uh, the idea yeah. that... If, if a government takes over, we're going to start farming. No, you're not. You don't know shit about farming, and you'll be dead before <laughs> that comes out of the ground. You know, that, that uh, a life without the Internet is, we have to talk now about what we're going to do to make our life with the Internet. Jacob has a very compelling environment going on over there. <laughs> Keeping my plants alive. Uh, can you all hear me? Uh -huh. Let me yep, turn sure. on the light. Okay, sorry. I don't know what the heck was going on. I got a thousand megabits up now. I, whatever. I, I'm <laughs> 
Well, something I found interesting in the the literature that, that Christy shared with us and something I actually got into are, a discussion with. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. halfway oh, there. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Uh, but something I got into a discussion with a guy uh, in our local Acadiana subreddit recently was uh, about the digital divide. And I, I was reading specifically that portion of one of the documents that, that Christy shared with us. And how uh, I don't, maybe it's, it was wish, wishful thinking on my part, but it, it, I had kind of hoped that we were bridging it slowly, but bridging it. Uh, and it seems like instead of actually, it's stalled in a way that it's never stalled before. That it's it's not getting worse, but we're no longer bridging it. We were for a long time slowly bridging that divide and now in generation alpha it has stalled again uh which is kind of scary and tragic to me uh because ed was just saying we need to figure out how how to help generation alpha navigate the resource that is the internet and social media uh but that becomes even more difficult when the the that divide is is no we're no longer closing that gap how does generation alpha experience media differently than say me generation uh, uh, x whatever i they, am they have a lifetime of 24 7 influence you have a lifetime of maybe 12 12 influence and i had a lifetime before all of the non-stop media where i might have had an 8 24 or an 8 12 influence of non-stop media uh, it's also well, and, and the media, the media itself is different. Which the younger is people don't have the sophistication they need to know a shinola from a nut shinola when they see something on the that's and being thrust in front of them. So, I think so want like, to have this conversation, and I don't see no offense to to William's kids, but I don't see uh, Liam and Charlie sitting down and saying, you know, Charlie, I'm pretty sure that the soap they were using in that strongman thing there won't really make us able to jump tall buildings. I think they think, yeah, that guy does it. Maybe I should too. Well, and, and see, I, I, I think that's actually a, a closer analogy to what I kind of grew up with, the, the way I experienced traditional advertising. Uh, whereas my kids now watch somebody like Ryan, uh, where it's not traditional advertising, it's, it's a kid uh in his home with his folks uh and they're not doing like unboxing videos they're not doing uh they're they're just doing random things so uh to give you a like a, i can't think of a to make up an example because i can't think of a good example from from one of the shows that i've seen recently they're about uh 10 to 12 minute videos sometimes not even that long where uh, Ryan, who is a young boy, and his father or his mother or both uh, will be involved in some kind of activity like putting uh, balls in an inflatable pool and and just playing. Uh, and to me, it's it's one of the one of the most boring things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it's absolutely fascinating to Charlie, who's for the audience is my youngest. Uh, but somewhere in there, they will they will 
be in that ball pit kind of playing in their backyard and they will play with a Ryan doll while they're doing that. And that's the marketing. There's, there's no call to action. There's no go buy this Ryan doll. There's no go buy the Ryan blanket. That's why I've got it hung here. Uh, and not to buzz market this kid too much on, on this show. Uh, but it's a, a weird kind of, uh, there's no traditional marketing involved. It's, uh, but that merch is all available. There's no links to that merch. There's nothing. It's sold at, at, at a, a regular retailer. Uh, and so unlike when I was a kid where they were like, go buy this toy, go buy Hot Wheels, go buy Transformers, go buy whatever. Uh, this is completely unlike that in a way. Yeah, because the commercial's that, longer. Uh, well, they don't differentiate anymore. They're all yeah, like, there's no differentiation between yeah, the commercial yeah, yeah. and you the content. You realize what you're saying? You're saying we don't even have to have content now. I tune in for I the don't. commercials. You don't. You don't have. You have not. We're talking about what? Well, I guess we are different. I, I mean, I, the, I cannot fathom that. I, right. I, I would it, it's, have it's, no it's, device in the house. It's it's very weird. Our, our, our discussion started with, are people in the generation alpha having a different influence due to digital, digital media literacy than people in my generation, which we talked about last week? And you're arguing that... Okay, no, I'll answer, I'll, I'll answer that question. That those don't... It, we are not trying to fix or align or assign. We're trying to find out what is the influence of digital media on young kids as compared to me, not a young kid. I'm just trying to find a good place to slide in because I know we are running a, a little bit long and we took a couple segues, but I always appreciate you guys coming, bringing the thought-provoking discussion to our conversations. Um, I'm going to throw our outro and maybe we could continue the conversation after we wrap the show. But as always, thanks to our viewing audience for tuning in. You can find more info about AOC all Things Media Production and Media Literacy on our website. That's aocinc.org. And we hope you join us next week again for more Conscious Conversations. Until next time, 